0: Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live,
1: and I welcome you to the five o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live and the Bill Bunkley Show. Why not make up your mind? Is it Bob Bernie Live or is it the Bill Bunkley Show? Well, actually, it's both. We are simulcasting today, as we do occasionally. Uh, Bill has filled in for me. I have filled in for Bill. And uh, I I count it a great honor when I have the privilege of sitting in for Bill. Bill is away from the microphone. And uh, so we are simulcasting today in Columbus, Ohio, and in Tampa, Florida. So I welcome you and may I remind you, whether you're in Ohio or Florida, check out the websites for both of the stations. Those of you listening on Faith Talk, five seventy seven sixty and 910 AM, your wonderful website is com. Lots and lots of important information. You can win a boatload of money, free books, uh, lots of information that you can access the program guide etc 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 and then here in ohio it is the word columbus.com the word columbus.com and uh, you'll probably notice that the websites are very similar because we are both owned by salem media and uh, like the uh, Tampa website, our website has all kinds of important information. So please check out the website often. Sign up for the free book of the month. Well, anyway, check out the websites. Profitable in many, many, many ways. Uh, my telephone number eight seven seven Bob Live. 877-262-5483. Today we've had callers from Ohio. We've had callers from Florida. And I am delighted to have the privilege and the opportunity to talk with you. If you agree, fine. If you disagree, fine. Let's talk. Let's discuss. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877 877- Two six two fifty four eighty three. Well, I have in my hand a story. Vin- not that I need to be vindicated. That's not important. But it does vindicate something that I have said for years: the mainline Protestant denominations in America are corrupt. I'm talking about the leadership. I'm not talking about all the people in the pews. Although there are fewer and fewer and fewer and fewer people in the pews of America's mainline Protestant denominations, and that's a good thing. Well, it is, because they're not teaching, preaching, proclaiming the truth. The liberal left, theologically... Has a stranglehold on every single one of the mainline Protestant denominations in America today. I at one time I held out hope for the United Methodist Church, no longer. Now, please, 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 please understand. Uh, ELCA, corrupt apostate. PCUSA, corrupt apostate. But that does not mean there are not wonderful Bible-believing Lutheran churches, Presbyterian churches, Methodist churches, that are either independent or a part of a smaller Bible-believing denomination within the greater Methodist Lutheran body, if if you will. The Episcopal Church of America... Corrupt and apostate. And they're not getting better, they're getting worse. The United Methodist Church has taken a decided turn to the left in just the last few years. They're kind they were kind of the last holdout. Uh, but the leadership has taken a hard left turn theologically. And as a result, thousands of individual congregations, more than 2,000 just in the last two or three years, more than 2,000 United Methodist congregations, we're not talking about individuals, we're talking about entire congregations, more than 2,000 have disaffiliated with United Methodist Church. And here's what happens. Whether it's the Lutherans, the Presbyterians, the Methodists, the Episcopals, when a conservative, Bible-believing congregation decides our allegiance to Scripture is more important than our allegiance to our denomination. And by the way, That should be the stance of every congregation. Yeah, denominations can be used of God, and they have been. But your adherence, your devotion to Scripture should always surpass your devotion to an ecclesiastical body, a, uh, a denomination. Well, here's what happens. An individual church says, um, you know, we tried to stay, we've tried to change things, we've tried to influence, but um, uh, the denomination has gone in a direction that we can no longer support, um, whether it's over same-sex marriage or the authority of Scripture or a number of other issues. And so uh, we're leaving. Here's what happens. The denominational authorities say, well— We're kind of sad to see you go, but leave. Uh, Just give us your building. Give us the hymn books. Give us the organ, the piano, the chairs, uh, blackboards, if they still use blackboards. Uh, Take the people. We want the stuff. We want the stuff that we can get money out of. It's not about the people. It is not about the people. Now think, if these denominational leaders were concerned about these churches, it would be exactly the opposite. You know, we don't care about the building. Churches are not buildings. We don't care. We care about the people. But it's exactly the opposite in in almost every case. Which brings me to the story that I have in my hand. Lawyer representing Methodist churches trying to leave says, contentious split is about power and money. Um, yeah. This is the dirty little secret that nobody wants to talk about. It's about power and And money. Now, I'm coming up on a break. Let me go just a little further into this story when we return. But there is a movement that I think is very encouraging. The fact that 2,000 United Methodist congregations have taken the incredibly difficult an often very costly decision to leave the denomination is encouraging.
0: Today's news, God's Word and your thoughts. This is Bob Burney Live.
1: And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Some of you might say, boy, Bob, you're really tough on mainline Protestant denominations. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be nearly as tough as, as God will be. Folks, listen. The view of Scripture is the absolute ultimate determination of what church you should attend, or what denomination you should be a part of. There is nothing, absolutely nothing more important than the view of Scripture. I've been in full-time local church ministry now for way over 50 years, pastored for 25 years as senior pastor. My wife and I have had a ministry to local churches now for... uh, Over 22 years, we have been in hundreds of churches all over the Midwest, actually all over the country. And by the way, to those of you in Florida, if you want to know more about our ministry, go to CrossPower, one word, CrossPower.net. That's our website, CrossPower.net. We have a newsletter if you want to sign up for that. Of course, it's free, no obligation. Uh, But uh, that'll tell you a little bit more about my wife and I, our ministry, and about us personally. But um, people ask me all the time, Bob, we're looking for a new church. What do we look for? Always. Number one, before anything else, when you visit a church, find someone in leadership, uh, if it's a church that where you can talk to the senior pastor, great. Uh, if it's a really big church, and that's not unlike, that's not likely that you're going to get an appointment with the senior pastor for a while. Find someone on the staff, someone with authority, and ask them this question: Do you believe that the Bible is the inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God? Simple question. Do you believe that the Bible is the inspired, infallible, inerrant word of God? If they hesitate on any three of those, say, thank you, uh, I think we will just continue looking someplace else. If they cannot speak in the affirmative to all three of those statements— My advice, my counsel, just keep on looking until you find a church that can affirm those principles. That is long, 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 long before you ask about what music style do you have? What do you have to offer my kids? What Sunday school classes do you uh, uh, have? Uh, Do you have a choir? Uh, Are you uh, contemporary? Are you traditional? Um, uh, More important than Any other question? That's first. If you get an affirmative yes, absolutely, yes, we believe that the Bible is the inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God, then you can start asking all the other questions. If you don't get an affirmative answer to those, the other questions are meaningless. They really are. Folks, the Bible's all we've got. We don't have multiple holy books. We're not like the Mormons that believe that the Book of Mormon has equal authority with Scripture. And please take this in the spirit in which it is given, but we evangelicals are not like Catholics. Catholics believe that the Bible is inspired. They also believe that the magisterium which is the official church doctrine, the traditions of the church, the writings of the ancient church fathers, uh, the catechism, all put together, that's the magisterium. They believe that that is equal in authority to Scripture. And that was one of the main reasons for the Reformation. Sola Scriptura. Scripture alone. For we Bible believers, this is all we have. We don't have tradition. We don't have other holy books. We have God's Word. And we believe that every single word is true. Now, which brings us to the mainline Protestant denominations none of them any longer hold to the position of the absolute authority of Scripture. Not one of them. As I said, the United Methodists are the last to go in a leftward liberal direction. So, these denominations— continue to go farther and farther and farther to the left, farther and farther away from the authority of Scripture. And people who adhere to the authority of Scripture are saying all over America, I cannot be a part of a church that denies the absolute authority of Scripture. And so you have congregations leaving their denominations. And I say, good for them. Which brings me back to this story. Headline, lawyer representing Methodist churches trying to leave, says contentious split is about power and money. Now, I don't know anything about inside baseball here with the United Methodist Church. All I know is what I read and what I understand from the decisions made by individual conferences in different states, and so on, and so on, and so forth. It seems that what is happening, some of the conferences are allowing the churches to leave, which is what they should do. If you can no longer be a part, then leave. Others, however, are saying, no, we want your building. Take the people. But we want the building. And so some conferences, state conferences around the country in the United Methodist Church evidently are saying, uh, we're not going to make a decision for a while. We'll uh, take into consideration your uh, request to leave. But not now. Not now. Well, what this lawyer that's representing several congregations that want to leave the United Methodist Church, what this attorney is saying is, because certain decisions were made a couple of years ago, providing for the peaceful departure of congregations without penalties, that's going to expire within the next year or so. And so what this attorney is saying is, some of these conferences around the country are delaying the approval for individual churches to leave, hoping that this provision voted on a couple of years ago is going to expire, and therefore they will not be able to leave without surrendering the physical facilities of the, of the, uh, of the individual church and the contention of this attorney it's about power and money i think he sadly is probably correct sadly